Well, Oakley Oakley neighbor, I'll tell you what, the neighborhood's just gone to Hades in a handbasket. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that was the, the, the weird air horn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I apologize, but I don't really. Um, <laughs> I, that was supposed to be like Crazy Neighbors moving into next thing next door to Ned Flanders, but mm, mm. I would be Ned Flanders nightmare because mm-hmm. he's like a fundamentalist, uh, you know, sort of seems like a really nice guy, but, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I would d- destroy his strongholds. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. That's, this is the backlog breakdown. Welcome to another episode. I am Nate joined by my friend and co-host Josh. Hey guys. And, uh, How's it going? Hey guys. How's it going? Uh, uh, yeah. Just moved in around the block here. You know, and, uh, it's yeah. terrible. Got tattoos and piercings and oh, you know, I'm sure he's, the worst. Uh, the worst. Oh man. <laughs> There are so many, I, I, I was, at, for some reason I was thinking about just like all the weird little quips that we throw in here mm-hmm. um, and uh, memes and that we, we quote, yes, uh, we are. Uh, Happens. Yeah. Uh, we, we have been known to quip and, and quote memes. It's what we do. It's true. Of. It's what we, we do. We chew bubble gum. It's how We're it all be. out of bubble gum. And uh, that's how it, how it do. That's how it do. Mm-hmm. It, but it do. Some people um, don't think it'd be like that. But it but do. It do. But it do. Mm. All right. Uh, so it's but, been uh, <laughs> it's been two weeks since we talked last. Yeah, it's been it's two been. weeks since I talked to you for real. Um, uh, yeah. What you been up to over the past two weeks? Well, actually, you know, two weeks ago, you said you were gonna you said you were gonna start to journaling. How's I, well, that, how's that been going? <laughs> I, I did do some. So, to okay. full yeah. disclosure, I had uh, I did probably um, three or four really good entries in the sort of the the journaling kind of thing, and then there were a whole bunch of days when I didn't do it. Like tonight, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. I probably should have done it <laughs> earlier today, uh, but at this point in time, by the time we're all said and done. Will be It'll intense. be tomorrow anyway. You'll have plenty of time. I mean, I am five minutes from tomorrow as is. <laughs> I'm getting ready to live in the yeah. future. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it wasn't a complete wash. Um, and yeah. and I think like the thing is just with, with all that, it's about iteration and it's about mm-hmm. coming back to it and and sort of like okay there were there were some small victories and there were some there were some setbacks and sort of struggles but you you were going to do the whole drinking a gallon of water day and actually mm-hmm. the reason i'm think mm-hmm. i'm thinking about that is because today i drank a gallon of water now nice. that was basically to get my body to a point where it was like okay because <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah. was a little dehydrated when i woke up this morning Ooh. but um yeah, dude. So how how did that go? The the drinking a gallon of water a day for I, two weeks. Yeah. So for the first about a week, it was I was tracking it, and so I was doing pretty well. Um, overall, so and then July Fourth happened. So we went out of town for July Fourth. Uh, we went and visited family a few hours away, uh, like right after church, and so it just wasn't it wasn't um, like typical routine kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a water filter, you know, I, I have like a specific, 
uh, a cup that I that I drink out of. I know it's kind of weird, but it's just like I have this thing with me all the time. And mm-hmm. so since I I didn't, and it was tap water, and we were kind of just jumping around from hotel to family's house to other stuff. Like I I um, I didn't have as much then through because of our trip. So I know it was definitely not as much. But then since we've gotten back. Um, I have been drinking more. I just have not been tracking it, but I've probably hit around a gallon or so uh, most days. So it it has been better to remember, like you know, to 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 kick myself, like okay, drink more water, and it, like I, I've been more mindful of it. I'll put it that way. Mm. Um, that I have been drinking more, so uh, it has certainly been helpful, even if it hasn't been tracked all the time. Yeah, it's definitely that's definitely an area where I probably need to. Like I said, I drank about a gallon today, mm-hmm. and I probably ought to just be shooting for that. There was something that I I was l- listening to or watching or, or something, but it was basically talking about um, like drink basically a large cup of water, like a large <clears throat> large glass of water before each meal, and a large glass mm-hmm. of water after each meal, kind of deal. Um, and I was like, oh, that, that might help. Like, I probably need to do that, especially for lunch when I come home for lunch mm-hmm. and, and for supper, at least drinking the large glass of water before I start eating. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. once I start eating, it's all downhill. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm getting like, dude, I'm, I'm kind of really like, I'm a little frustrated with myself. Cause like I was down to like 200 202 and I'm like okay. floating at like 218, 219 again. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Like, nope, don't like that. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yup. But it's that whole yep. measuring. It's like you said, when you were tracking it. Yeah. And if I'm not tracking it, then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not quite as mindful of it for sure. Yep, that's totally uh, what's happened. But it has been it has been a good two weeks with, in addition to going out of town for a few days, which was which was really nice. Mm-hmm. I did also just this past weekend submit my final paper. Oh, for my final class. There you and go. That feels, ah, just just chef's kiss. Fantastic. Because now when I have that nagging feeling in the back of my head that I should be doing something, I should be working on something, I'm like, you know what? I don't. <laughs> that is a phantom feeling. It is a, a phantom <laughs> pain. Been lingering over <laughs> me for four years. <laughs> um, no, now, it needs to, I, I also recognize that needs to be, that needs to be um, replaced with something else. You know, I need to set some, some other goals. You know, I've, I've got things that I want to work on. Eventually, I want to start learning Greek. You know, mm. I think that would be a very worthwhile venture. Um, I want to, to read more also. We, we can talk about that later also. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, things like that so that I know, you know, there are other things. But at least for this period of life, to be able to check that off for now, um, you know, so long as I d- totally didn't, you know, bomb the paper, we'll see. But uh, as of right now, it feels pretty good. So there you go. There you go, man. Yeah. So you're done with, with school then for yes. all intents and purposes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had more than one person say, oh, you'll, you'll be, you'll go back eventually. <laughs> and I'm like, don't put that on me. <laughs> um, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, circumstances change. The, the, sure, there's a possibility, but as of right now, you know, three young kids um, and ha- having it, you know, on the side in addition to other things in life, it's just, whew, that's a, it's kind of rough. But anyways, yeah. yeah. Anyways, no, I uh, pretty good. Cool, cool. Yeah, uh, things have been kind of just. I was telling you today, uh, the last couple of days have been a little hectic. Uh, yeah. Our cat Bounder. Um, he had to, we, he got sick over the weekend and actually got to the point where Megan got him into the vet today and Mm. it looks like he might have pancreatitis, but he was like not eating and he was like, like being a gross little cat and barfing everywhere. And just like, he's like, he's normally like, he's, he's kind of like, I've told people before, like he's peak cat. So like when he wants attention (laughs) and affection, like he's like, he's like all about it. He's obnoxious, but then when it's like time to leave him alone, but he's been like really kind of like pretty crotchety the last couple of days. Uh, And it's like to the point where it's like, oh man, buddy, like I just feel bad for him. Um, Yeah. But I think we've got that. Dang pancreas. Yeah. uh, It's apparently like he basically the vet was like, does he get treats? And we're like, yeah, he gets some. And she's like, yeah, you probably need to like ease up on those. And like, does he get like people food? Yeah, he gets some. Yeah, you probably need to ease up on that. Like he's on Mm -hmm. a real super bland diet and just like (laughs) we got to get him eating again though. Um, Yeah. Yikes. Feels bad and everything he's eating is bland, man. Well, I just, and, but they did say like, if he's not sort of like, back to eating and sort of up and at it here in the next like couple of days like Mm -hmm. basically like if he's still sort of doing this in 48 hours bring him back um gotcha so we're kind of hoping that like he'll round the bend we'd like to have our annoying little jerk face back um Our, we we were kind of like we were both worried about him today, but yeah, I mean, other than yeah. that, looking uh, as as far as like the last couple of weeks, it's been pretty standard. Fare. I did uh, post something in the Discord. It had a couple of guys uh, join our church. They were installed as members, yeah, at congregate members. One of them are community members. Um, one was uh, actually baptized, but um, and it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, That's awesome. These were these were a couple of guys who uh, their families and the church had been praying for them for years, and uh, yeah. I, the the one I got to sit in uh, with the session uh, for his membership meeting, uh, I was there in, in sort of a diaconal capacity, and um, yeah, it was it was really cool. And I'm like, so you know, it's like praise God, praise God that that you know, uh, and uh, for for small things. And uh, for big things, because that's that's pretty big, uh, it's yeah, pretty, pretty major. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. But um, I just yeah yeah, like I said, the it's just sort of been a crazy couple of weeks. Like we're in the middle of like summer, and so you know, like this week is Prime Week, which that's right, yeah, fun. Like, but. <laughs> so this weekend I have a wedding to go to and it's my long weekend. Mm-hmm. So I won't be there for most of it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. After that comes prime returns week, right? Ooh, no, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so it's just, 
I don't know. It's that time of year. It's like, I, I feel like I'm just always busy anymore. Um, I was telling, yeah. telling you earlier, it's like, I feel like I'm always working and I come home and I'm just like drained and I, I really have to break some of that. Um, that actually might be my personal challenge. Like I, I do want to like, sort of like, mm. no, I'm, I'm going to keep up with, but I think that I, w- I do want to like double back and like, yeah, definitely work on journaling more. But I think honestly, well, I'll think about it. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of been, meh, it's been fine. Watch some stuff, played some stuff, mm-hmm. read some mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, 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 you're, you're, you're talking, you're talking about the report. Oh, uh, I, I might be. I've got some stuff. I, I think I've got Welcome to the backlog. Report. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um. Yeah, did you want to roll into your report first? I'll, no, I'll let you go first. I mean, like we we okay. I think we have a, a fairly fairly standard rhythm here. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Back back and forth. I like it. Volleys, um, something like that. Um, speaking of which, I did I did play a little bit of uh, uh, Super Dodgeball. I ran through that one pretty quickly on the uh, Kunio Kun collection. Uh, you know, since we did. River City Ransom. I don't know why I couldn't think of it for a second. River City Ransom. I, I went back. I actually started up Renegade, the first one, and oh boy, uh, I I beat like one guy, and then I got beat down. And yeah, that game is rough. Uh, do not recommend. Dude, <laughs> I, it was just. I, I don't know what, if you've ever one touched out of it ten. Do not yeah, recommend. Yeah, not. Uh, no, it's it's just like super difficult. It, it didn't feel it didn't feel good at all. It didn't have so, like the charm and the 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 finesse mm-hmm. and the polish of River City no. Ransom, which no. is a weird statement. I mean, for <laughs> as charming as as that game is, and as sort of as impressive as it is, it's like to be like, yes, this other game did not possess nearly. That. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Just, Maybe if I gave it some time to to learn it a bit more, but it now it was it was just awkward. It was very awkward. So, no, um, but did super dodgeball and that was fun. You, if you run through it, mm-hmm. you know, beat all the different teams, you get the credit scroll. Super so dodgeball is a hoot, dude. Mm-hmm. I used to play oh, it on yes. my GBA all the time. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So so after finishing up Mega Man Eleven, did talk about that last week. Um, I was, you know, at the Wiley stages there. And yes, they were they were tough, but they weren't too bad because at that point in the game, you've already learned how to use some of the stuff at your disposal. The speed gear really comes in handy throughout the game once you start using that at really difficult sections. Uh, so you're talking about, you know, those sections that are like the disappearing blocks. If you slow down time, you have a little bit more time to make those jumps, which mm. is pretty cool. Um, and the and the speed gear recharges, you know, so you use it, but then it but then it recharges, so you don't need to get you know certain I- items or things like that in order for it to to gain more. Um, and there's some other things you can do in the game to make it easier, namely purchasing items, so you can purchase extra lives, you can purchase extra e tanks, things like that. So you can kind of cheese the game a little bit to to make it easier because it is it is a tough game for sure. Um, but if you use those different things, then it's then it's not too bad, and and you start to learn a little bit more too. It, you, there's definitely you know that classic Mega Man. It you kind of have to memorize the levels a little bit, so you're gonna die 
you know, come back and, and try it again. And so that comes in handy. Um, but, but it's, it was a great game. Might do a bite size on it. I don't know. We'll see. Mm. We, we've got mm. some other bite size lines lined up. So maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, and then after those games, I decided to, to roll into Astral Chain on Switch um, mm-hmm. for my game that I'm playing while I'm on the elliptical. And after some, some more fast paced games, you know, the game we're talking about today, Hades, and then Mega Man 11. Super dodgeball, not necessarily fast paced, but but it's very pick up and play. Astral Chain um, starts off and it feels like you're playing a movie. So the first like two hours of the game are very like heavy with cutscenes and very much like um, teaching you like cutscene tutorial, cutscene tutorial, cutscene yeah. tutorial, and just like oh my goodness, like I'm not playing very much, and what I am playing is very basic because it's just a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Looks really cool, looks really flashy, um, but it's hard to pay attention to this while I'm on my elliptical. <laughs> like I need something faster paced. Um, uh, so it did not make the best first impression. Um, but as I have played it more, I've been enjoying it more. Funny how that works. I've said that about a lot of games lately. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one in particular, I wasn't sure that I was going to continue after the first like hour or two. Well, Um, and that's, I think too, that's sort of like, so every once in a while we talk like, it's been a while, but I talk about the solid 60, right? And it's like giving a game like a fair shot. And Mm -hmm. sometimes that's 40 minutes. Sometimes yep. it's three hours and yeah. So I, I think sometimes you got to just like, I think I, cause I played a little bit of astral chain and I can okay. echo some of that. It's like, there's a okay. part of it where it's like, I'm like, I'm kind of into this. Yeah. But it's not hooky. I mean, I moved on to some other stuff and I will circle back okay. around to it at some point in time, but yeah. I can kind of like I'm 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 surprised to hear you say that because I think it's it it's more me and my expectations than it was the game because I was thinking platinum games, you know, like these action heavy games and then you put it in and it is this cutscene. Like it felt to me like I need to be playing this docked. This does not feel like a handheld game where I'm not that I'm halfway paying attention. I am certainly still paying attention mm-hmm. to it, but I'm moving my body at the same time. And so I can't concentrate like I can with a, you know, you've got, you've got the, the, you've got the speakers on, you've got the big screen you're playing, you know, there's, there's just a different Mm -hmm. level of that, um, that I take from that. And so it did feel like a game that you'd want to play kind of on a big screen. Um, now, so, so I'm not playing it in the like optimal way is what I'm saying. So, uh, anyways, the more that I've played it, yeah, we don't have to go super, super deep into it, but the more that I've played it, the more that I have enjoyed it, now it's feeling more like a very, very platinum game. And it's funny because we've kind of give, given platinum a lot of flack lately for some of their recent releases. I think this game is much more in line with something like Bayonetta, where um, I, I've played a bit of the game. I really like the game, but there's some big things that make me not want to play that game, <laughs> namely the characters, you know, and and all the all the fan servicey stuff that that happens in those games that like ah oh, this sucks because it's a good game. Uh, outside, like gameplay is very good. So all that is there in the game. 
Um, it, you know, turning up the difficulty helps. Once you start learning all the different systems, it's just it just takes it takes a while. So there's a curve to it. Now I'm at a point where I'm really enjoying it. Um, but there's a curve. That's kind of everything that I was going to say about the game. So yeah, um, I do I do enjoy it now. And in terms of watching stuff, not too much. You know, continued on the Orville. Really liking that show. Um, yesterday, as of this recording, Sunday, the the tenth of July was Ultraman Day, and so mm-hmm. watched a bunch of Ultraman. Had a good time with that. Um, kids or, watching Ultraman. Or too. as as your youngest is prone to say, mm-hmm. you watched a bunch of what? Appicham. Appicham. Yes, she loves the Appicham. Uh, well, I don't know if she loves it, but she recognizes it, and so it's super. I don't cute. know that that video uh, that you you sent in the like mm-hmm. she seemed pretty transfixed. She yeah, she was she was digging it. She was digging it. I she was, was surprised. I was surprised she didn't immediately start staring at the phone. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I have been watching things kind of here and there, but but nothing too nothing too crazy. Props to you know digging the Orville. I really like that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to go too deep into that because we have in other in other places. So, but that receives a high recommendation. And same with reading. I mean, there there have been things that I've read. Nothing that I super like necessarily want to talk about. Just some stuff here and there. I, um, I listened to what was it, The Running Man by Stephen King, um, which that's a huge downer of a book, um, but pretty intense. But not not bad, not bad. But but like whoa. Uh, man, that's that's a thing. Um, and then another another book. I don't even know that I want to mention it. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Oh, um, I know is, that one. Yeah, that it's, made the that made the circuits. That was going around for a right. while. Yeah, yeah. Right. I felt like I had read I had read slash heard everything that it talked about in Who's other the places. Mark Manson. Yep, 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 yep. Um. So mm-hmm. so he was. Obviously, you can tell by the title of the book, he's crass just for crass's sake, just just to be that way, you know, to be a guru who's also like, hey, I'm going to lay it on straight, you know, and, mm-hmm. and so like I've done all this crazy stuff or crazy. I mean, like, you know, I've messed up my life in X ways and now he's I'm, a I'm wild and you know? crazy guy. Right, exactly, exactly. And I can use the F word a lot, you know, because I'm being real with you, bro, kind of a thing. And so that that was kind of just like, eh, whatever. Because it was all, like, it's not bad information. It's just information I've also gotten from other places multiple times at this point. So it was just kind of, eh. I'm sure if it's the first time you've heard this, maybe it meant more to you. But to me, it was just meh. Um, but I have been, this is not reading, but listening to, and I actually finished, uh, James White has a series that he did for his old church. Actually, yeah, I think it was all um, the church that he was at for years and years, um, the Reformed Baptist Church. He did a series. It sounds like it was mostly sermons, but then some of them were were Sunday school teaching. So if you make the difference between teaching and preaching there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes through the Old Testament holiness code, so the law of the Old Testament, basically, and um, talks about its relevance and what, you know, because some of that stuff is really difficult to parse out. Like, what is God like actually saying through this? Like, this is, you know, the, the, they would have known what some of these things were talking to, talking about and why, in some cases, they, they were used. And so it was a really interesting series. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would recommend it. It's on Sermon Audio. 
but the holiness code for today i think is what the whole series was called and listen through those and that was that was that was good it was good it's pretty edifying so mm. anyways that's all the stuff that i have to report on that comes to to mind not that comes to mind that was on my report because i have my entire report here right I'm right in front from, of them so, you read yeah. it verbatim definitely yes like mm. a teleprompter like mm. other people, but don't want to go into that. Uh, what, about you? what do you have to, to report on? Uh, I get that reference. Uh, she was exhausted, bro. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, and I have mentioned this before I've started uh, mm -hmm. this, this book several times and I always get into the first couple of chapters and then I drop out. Uh, but I, the other day I sat down, actually it was right before bed. And I keep it by my bedside stand now, right now. And uh, I haven't been super diligent, but I did read chapter one of the Little Golden Book, um, mm -hmm. which is chapters like I think six through ten or something like that in the Institutes. Or I don't know, I don't know. It's not. It's a little thing, and it's very good. Yep. And uh, that first chapter alone is just like mm, so good. So I'm I'm gonna go through that, nice. and I'm going to uh, I'm just sort of a little bit at a time. Uh, that's sort of as far as this reading goes. That's mm -hmm. pretty much been it. Uh, I've listened to. I did start listening to Moby Dick. The Bookening okay. is yep. uh, talking about Moby Dick, and uh, I was like, yeah, I'll give it a listen. Uh, it's it's listening to it. I'm kind of like maybe I actually need to read this because I think this, the style of the prose doesn't necessarily necessarily lend itself to narration and being read okay. to me. Um, Cause there's, it's very verbose and uh, almost like yep. sort of like Dickensian and just like, there's a lot of words and uh, yeah, like not, there's a lot of like, you know, almost like flowery, language but mm -hmm. i don't know yeah when i listened to it a few years back i believe it was 50 hours yeah it's, 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 it is quite a tome it's 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 pretty large um so i'm i'm looking forward to it um it's i don't know i don't know that i've i know the story but i don't know that i've ever read moby dick before so um gotcha it's like the great american novel man so um but as far as like watching stuff, I kind of, I don't know. I finished up uh spy family or spy X family. Um, mm -hmm. however you want to say that, uh, just kind of bopped around on and floated around on a few different things. And then there, there's a show or it, there's it's, well, it's all in Crunchyroll, and it's based on a game, but, uh, the world ends with you, the animation. I've been watching that. One, um, I really like the visual style from that game, mm -hmm. and uh, this is actually a pretty faithful recreation of, uh, recreation of that. It's good. I, I'm enjoying like, and it's pretty much just the world ends with you, the original one. It's the storyline from okay. that. It's okay. just that, fleshed out. That, very story driven game, so that makes sense. But that's it's, that's good. Then maybe I should watch that before playing Neo, whenever I get around to Neo. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, that's actually kind of what a I'm refresher. thinking about it. Yeah, it's like it's a little bit of a refresher. Um, it's interesting. Uh, and it's it's a pretty high quality. I've been listening to it uh, dubbed, and 
you know, watching and listening. Uh, so I'm enjoying that. As far as uh, it's, yeah, it's been sort of, it's been pretty entertaining. And, and, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the Orville because Megan and I have been watching that together, which. Hey, hey, hey. It has become sort of like we, we watch an episode together. We watched the one um, where the dude uh, has like the, the pheromone, the blue dude. Oh, yes. Back. Yes. Uh, that's a, re- mm-hmm. that's a really awkward episode. Yeah. Um, it made me yeah. a little uncomfortable, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, as far as games, Rob Lowe, man, yeah, dude, and that's Megan was like, "Who is that?" I was like, "That's Rob Lowe." I was like, I could tell within like a minute of looking mm-hmm. at him. I was like, yep. he started talking. And I was like, "That's Rob Lowe." I'm almost like I was like 99.9 percent sure, and then I looked it up, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Rob Lowe." Um, uh, but as far as games I played, uh, I did end up beating uh, Blood Dragon. Um, nice. Yeah, and it was it was it was fine. It was like there, there was like a weird little montage at the end, um, towards the end. Like it that game is so weird and cheesy and corny, and I kind of love it. But I'm also mm-hmm. it's like it's not. I don't recommend it. I'm like eh, this is- really because we put it on our top 100 last time. I. <laughs> think I'm gonna have to change that to something else. I don't know. Gotcha. It's kind of like I like I think it scratches a very particular itch for me and I enjoyed it. But then it's like a week or two out from it, I'm like, nah, no. Like it's fun if you like Far Cry three games and you can sort of get past the eighties hyper violence and the the corny very crass one-liners and mm-hmm. the prolific use of profanity, which like, listen, I mean, full disclosure, I have a problem with a potty mouth sometimes. So I was like, I'm just like, yeah, it's not helping me any. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. I like what I like it on the list as is that I think it's a good encapsulation of the, the far cry game, the, that Ubisoft sort of like checkbox game. Right. But right. it's yeah, a distilled saying. version of it. Like, so, you know, any of those smaller sort of versions of the, like the far cry standalone DLC stuff are like, even those, those smaller games, like I think would be a good substitute. In, in there i don't know far gotcha. cry th- far cry 3 just the original far cry 3 is pretty awesome so maybe just put that back on there or something i don't know um, <laughs> officially officially yeah. but it, yeah. yeah blood dragon is fun but again it's like it's kind of like oh it's like it's like a very heavy heavily caveated like i liked it i probably you know wouldn't recommend it because it's a little yeah something but yeah um yeah but it's beaten. Uh, that, that's sort of done. Sort of moved on from that. Still playing Monster Hunter World with Deuce and Parker. Nice. Still enjoying that. Uh, did I did sort of knock one off the the, the backlog? I sat down and I played mm-hmm. Solar Ash. I uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks, that's I, right. I dumped uh, about twelve hours into it, and I really like that game. Okay, so it's like it's kind that's of sweet. It sits at like sort of like a four out of five stars, kind of like it's like a very strong seven, low eight kind of thing. It's like 
77 to like 80, somewhere okay. in that ballpark. Um, okay. I enjoyed, uh, it's like, and I, I've described it multiple times. It's like the traversal, like, so getting around is sort of like journey meets Tony Hawk, maybe a little bit of Jack Ryan radio in there. It's very like the skating hmm. sort of around these clouds and stuff like that. Um, and then there's sort of these boss encounters that are very shadow of the Colossus. Uh, there's a really a pretty interesting story in it. Um, it's it's like space funk psychedelic kind of. I don't know. It's a okay. really weird game that is. It's an homage. Like here's the thing. Like it's like equal parts Shadow of the Colossus, Journey, Jack Ryan Radio, and maybe with some uh, Super Mario Galaxy thrown in. Um, and it sort of wears those homages on its sleeve. Like, um, it does some interesting things with gravity that remind me a lot of some of the Super Mario Galaxy stuff. Only, only yeah. sort of very cursorily, um, like, or, you know, on a very sort of, it's like, oh, okay. In yeah, a cursory fashion, yes. In a cursory fashion. I've seen some of this before. It doesn't have the layers of, of depth there. But it's it's got some it does some pretty interesting things with gravity. Um, it's got decent. It's just it's a good gameplay loop. I mean the the basic loop is sort of like you sort of go through and you do these like little puzzle node kind of things to and you do like a set a number set number of them per level or per map in order to unlock the boss. And then the boss is sort of a shadow of the Colossus sort of sequency kind of thing. It's really cool. It can, it's a, on normal. I found it to be, um, and I'm sort of trying to speak it in this as spoiler free as possible. Right. Cause I, yeah. I this is, this might be one that I do a bite sized on. Cause I, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, there are like I did think the camera was a little kind of like janky or whatever, but gotcha. it's 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 like there were not all the time, but there were a few times where I literally felt like I was sort of running into problems because the camera was working against me. Yeah. Um, yep. Like it's like I need I need this orientation right here for I need the camera to be at this orientation. But because of the way the camera works and everything, it's like, no, nope, I'm going to plant right here. And I'm like, don't do that. That I, mm -hmm. That's like, I, no, don't, don't do that part. And the game's like, oh no, but I'm going to, uh, sucks <laughs> to be you. Um, yep. So would you, would you say that like the, the gravity tricks, the way that it plays with gravity, would you say that it pulled you in? you know kind of i would say it more is like it ground on me sort of oh, it okay. did some jet grinding didn't on really me. attract you like you no it would. no it it, it was yeah. it it sort of wore me down um no it's dude it's like yeah i i saw the terrible pun yeah. and i tried to counter it with my own terrible <laughs> pun and i hate myself for i like it, it. <laughs> um no it's 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 a cool game it's like it's yeah. it's not a must play it is a very strong should play, in my opinion. Um, like, so, uh, so I know very different type of game. Would you say that it is as good as Hyper Light Drifter or not? As no, good? no. Okay. I I would put it below. I mean, it's it's a very good game. It's right. not as good as Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah. It's sort of like it's like one of those things where yeah, and like throw in some like the just sort of the visual vibe of Hyper Light Drifter in there too. 
um, but done yeah. in a really pretty 3D engine kind of thing. It's it's a really compelling game. Like I was talking to Micah about it, and I said like, uh, and, and I was actually talking to Parker about it too. Um, nice. I would probably price this at about like twenty twenty five, like where where I okay. s- would say the sweet spot is. Um, it's a good game, and it's it's not like, and again, it's like not knock down the door. I think because it is just sort of like I can sort of see the bones of like all the influences very and it's very good. It's very, very yeah. good. I don't want to sort of but it's like it's also like, well, and the story that it tells is 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 interesting. I just I'm not comfortable in being like, oh no, you absolutely have to play this. I'm what I would yeah. say what I would say is like if you like sort of if you're in the journey and you're in the shadow of the Colossus and you're sort of into the vibe and the aesthetic of games like Hyperlight Drifter, check this game out. Like I'd wait till like you can get it for like 20, 25 bucks. But I, I would say it's I, I think it's worth a playthrough. It's really interesting. Um nice. It's a good time. Uh, I'm I'm glad That's I played cool. it. So yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but that that brings my score. And so I had actually in the in the the channel i was like i was doing some counting and i'm at so i'm at negative five now and i have no idea how um because i think like i i bought some stuff because i i ended up buying toe jam and earl back in the groove uh as Mm -hmm. sort of a a co-op because that's that's got like four players online co-op kind of stuff that's like sort of like that's in our co-op pile now uh but uh yeah uh so i'm at negative five I counted and recounted unless I'm missing something. I'm at negative five. Um, nice. For for the backlog beat down. What's your score sitting at? What's your score? That, you- that's a good question. I need to I need to calculate it out. I, I think I'm around that same area, maybe negative six, something okay. like that. Because of the three that I just finished, Hades, uh, Mega Man 11, and um, Super Dodgeball. So you're, but, but you're saying you feel pretty good about your score, though. Is like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good enough to earlier today actually pick up a new game, um, ah. uh, Nino Kuni Two. Okay, was twenty bucks on Amazon on Switch, and so I was like, that that was kind of the sweet spot. I'd seen it, you know, kind of fluttering yeah. back and forth, and especially on Switch, I like playing on my Switch because it's handheld. Um, so whether or not I'll get around to it anytime soon, I don't know. But at that price. And and because I have a bunch of Amazon credit, uh, yeah, 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 I went for that. So that took so me. like now is that Amazon? Does it count as a gifted acquisition? No, no, that's, no. It's, so it's, it's just a regular, just a regular pickup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Speaking of the backlog beatdown, uh, GG is the official app of the backlog beatdown. It's it's time for the 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 plugs that you have all come to know and love. Um, but GG is the official app of the Backlog Breakdown, right? And so GG is basically a letterboxed app for your game collection. Uh, a friend of the show, Charles Watson, is developing this. This is sort of his pet project. Uh, we love Charles. We love GG. Uh, we use it. There's a whole bunch of features, like you can create custom lists. You can follow friends. You the, There's sort of a timeline thing where you can see what your friends are playing, if they've left reviews, where you know, all sorts of stuff there. And he actually has a, a sort of a premium tier. And I think it's a 
the elite members. I, I can't remember uh, what his actual terminology is, but it's like for five bucks a month or, and I forget what the yearly, uh, the yearly bid is. It's, it's a little cheaper um, mm-hmm. to do it that way, but for five bucks a, a month or, you know, a different price, I could probably easily, very easily look this up, but I refuse to because I'm really good at being bad at brevity and it's, yeah. I don't want to. Um, but anyways, <laughs> you can pay for sort of a more premium subscription. You get uh, access to early, like early builds, like uh, new builds of the the app earlier. Uh, there's, you get a role in the discord and he interacts with a lot of people on his discord often. Um, he's pretty active over there. Um, but yeah, we, you know, and he's, he's always sort of tinkering with it. Like, you know, refining it, building it up. Uh, like I said, we love Charles. We love the app. And uh, if you are interested in sort of, you know, keeping tabs on uh, Josh and I, our sort of our backlog beatdown progress, that's where we all track it. I have a yep. couple custom lists. I have an acquisitions list. I have uh, uh, I have a list for the the podcast games, like the stuff that's been recommended, um, and then uh, our suggest our sort of assigned to us via our our patrons and then i have like you know games i've i've beaten and speaking of patrons right so we love gg and hopefully if you're still listening to this at this point in time you at least like us right and if you're thinking about a way to possibly um maybe go a little bit above and beyond like you've you've shared if you've cared if you've rated and reviewed the podcast and you've done all of those things which uh, if you haven't would really encourage you to do all of that. Like leave us a rating, leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. But if you're looking for a way to sort of go a little bit above and beyond, uh, you know, we do have a Patreon, right? And so over in the Patreon, like uh, we actually, we're getting, we usually record this pretty late anyways, but we got even to a later start because we spent (laughs) a little over an hour sort of talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, There was some, uh, th- there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. We, I, I talked, I dissed Anne Rand. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like I, we talked about like just sort of the state of the young restless reform dudes on Facebook and just doom scrolling. And then w- what else did we talk about in it? This one, just, uh, oh, man, so um, much. Um, Candy well, box two. Oh, candy box two. Yeah. We talked, about, <laughs> we talked about a ton of stuff like, uh, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit of behind the scenes. It's a little bit more sort of like, Oh uh, yeah. Just like future episodes. Yeah. Future episodes. So it's, uh, it's just kind of like a little bit more access to us. Um, yeah. If that's something you're interested in, that's available. There's, there's a, a video version of each one of these podcasts. Uh, there's early access to, to all the podcasts that's exclusively available to the patrons. Um, and there's no, and there's no sub fee. We just kind of look at it as a tip jar and just, we want, you to know, that's available to you uh, if you do feel like doing that. So in other things that we like and that we think that you should like, or that we hope you like or whatever, we are members of the Playwell network alongside Wesley Ray, the Henshaw dad himself, and Paul, uh, the artist f- f- currently known as the Techno Funk Boy Lytle, right? Mm-hmm. Those are our friends. Those are our buddies. We like what they do. We like the way that they approach media, and they have some podcasts that we have partnered with, and we would really recommend that you check out their material. We love those guys. We love what they do, and we really think that you might appreciate it as well. Um, so all that being said, here's a word 
from one of them. Hey there, I'm Wes, and I run the Henshin Dab Podcast. If you don't know what that is, well, it's a one-man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan. If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henshindad. I'll see you there, and don't forget, henshin a go-go, baby! And we are back. Uh, So, episode of the show, right? And I alluded to it earlier, and if you caught that terrible Ned Flanders impression with uh, reference to... Are one of my favorite games from last year. And I think uh, one of mm-hmm. Josh's, uh, he's he's really enjoyed his experience with it just recently. Um, Hades. Hades uh, developed and published. Oh, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, uh, Hades. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you mean uh, Super Candy Box 2 or whatever it is? Yeah, well, that wasn't last year. I was trying to think of like a terrible game that was released last year, but nothing's coming to mind. Nothing. So Nothing. I just didn't. Yeah, Final Fantasy Citizen of Origin or whatever came out this year. So I don't know. actually, I've heard the the co op on that is pretty good. Dad. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it's fun. I'm just like that's. To, I'm that's trying like to throw those, shade at something. That's Nothing's like a, coming up. That's like I look at that and that's like a twenty dollar purchase for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no Garfield ooh, Kart. I thought that's what ooh, we were talking about ooh, today. Ooh, Garfield Kart. That's a masterpiece. Chef Kiss. You know what's what's and and I know that we're sort of like and and again we're just sort of this is what we do because we're really good at being bad at brevity. But it's funny you mentioned Nino Kuni too, and then I just talked about uh, we were just talking about Strangers of uh, Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, blah 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 blah. blah. I was like, eh, twenty bucks is a good price for this. And then I just said for a twelve hour sort of indie darling of a game. Yeah, 20 bucks <laughs> is a good price for that. And I think that's sort of, to me, and it's not to say that Nino Kunu 2 isn't worth more than that, right? It's like, mm-hmm. at this point in time, the game's several years old. But it's like, I'm sort of like putting them all in the same category. And I'm yeah. like, one of these things is not like the other. Um, <laughs> it just, that yep. sort of popped into my head and mm-hmm. uh, made me laugh. Speaking of 20 bucks, I think Hades actually... You can pick that up for like twenty bucks, yeah, um, or it, something it, in I, that ballpark. Maybe may, it might be twenty five, and then it gets discounted twenty fairly regularly. I know I picked it up at twenty mm-hmm. because I picked it up physically at twenty, and that was like magical because I, I did not think it would go down to it's, that price. It's just funny that a game of that caliber, and then it's like, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. but yeah, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, yeah, twenty bucks. It's like, um, it's just, there's again, one of these things is not like the other. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to Hades, right? Love this game. It was developed, and we're just sort of back at the baseball card here right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Developed and published by Supergiant Games. Uh, pretty yep. much love everything that they've done. Had a pretty interesting conversation with Micah about that. Uh, oh, yeah? Actually, and I'm, I'm going to out him a little bit. Dirty Little Secret. Uh-oh. Micah's favorite Uh-oh. Supergiant game is Pyre. Wow. Yeah. He told me that and I almost laughed at him out loud. Not really. I I have nothing but the the utmost respect and appreciation. Has he played Hades? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, But he really like, and I was like, dude, what is it? He was just like, we talked about it. Anyways, maybe, maybe 
Micah, you could record a bite-sized um, defending your your choice of games here. Uh, you're completely yeah, arbitrary. We're gonna put the ball in your court, Micah. On yeah, why you like Pyre so much. Why you like Pyre so much? Um, anyways, uh, but yeah, I was like, he told me that. I was like, what? I was like, are you messing with me? And he was being totally serious. It is available. Uh, so Hades, again, pu- published and developed, or developed and published by Supergiant Games, which I thought was cool that they self-published. Um, yeah. You know, and they, there's some interesting stuff like you guys can sort of dig around. Uh, they apparently developed this with like little to no crunch, which I know crunch is like the big mm-hmm. bad boogeyman word in the industry right now. But uh, they had a very sustainable development process. It was in early access for, uh, I think, a year or two. I can't remember. But yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it was a while. Yeah, it was it was a while. And I think I think it really shows in sort of the balancing and everything. Yeah, but we will get around to that here in a little bit. Uh, you can buy this pretty much on anything you can game on with the exception of a phone. Uh, it's available on Mac OS uh, for Windows, Switch, PS4 and PS5, Xbox One and Xbox Series S and X. So all the major consoles and PCs. Uh, and it's uh, released originally for the Mac OS, Windows, and the Switch in, on September 17th, 2020. And I bought it then. So I originally bought it while it was still in early access for PC on this laptop. Okay. This laptop ran it very poorly. Um, mm, oh, that's got to be a bad experience if it's um, running poorly. But I, I knew I wanted to play this game. So as soon as it came out on uh, our... You know, it was it was like immediately sort of picked it up for Switch. So I like I said, I bought it in early access and then also picked it up on Switch. I have since then picked it up on PlayStation Five or Four. You know, but for the PlayStation of course, yeah. ecosystem because I for am twenty bucks each time, right? Like, yeah, pretty much twenty twenty five mm-hmm. bucks each time because I'm a sucker. Um, no, I I just feel like I reward good, you know, high quality. Anyways, right. But yeah. September 17th, 2020, Mac OS, Windows, and Switch. And then almost a year later, August 13th, 2021, it showed up everywhere else. So in the PlayStation and Xbox ecosystems. Um, as far as like, you know, and it's like there's like, you know, it's pretty much it's the Supergiant team. There's a pretty small crew there. The the one sort of really notable standout and everybody's like just does a bang up job on this. But the one really note is Darren Corb does mm-hmm. the music and mm-hmm. that dude is a wizard. Um, and his soundtracks are always, they always slap as the kids say, uh, as yep. far as a spoiler free sort of summary, you as the player take control of Zagreus, the son of Hades, um, the, the Greek God of the his underworld. Son? Yeah, well, in this game he does. Um, <laughs> I I don't know how much this falls within the canon of actual Greek mythology, because uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so you are Zagreus, and the game is about escaping the underworld to rejoin. No, just the, it's 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 to to escape the underworld. That's to that's escape good the underworld. It's like because there's yeah. And it's it's a it's a roguelike hack and slash sort of adventure game, uh, mm-hmm. and it's real good. It's <laughs> super super good. Like I mean, and again, uh, just to sort of sort of give a little bit of context, I played this last year 
And it was probably my favorite thing I played last year. I can't remember if it was my game of the year or not, but I made an argument for it to be at uh, number 11 on the the uh, the list there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. Or maybe that was two years ago I played that because I originally played the first time I played it, I played it on Switch. Anyways, whenever I played it, I was like, this is like my favorite thing in the whole wide world right now. And I wanted to be on this list and I wanted to be really high up there. I think I originally made the argument that I, I think it belonged in the top 10. And then, so yeah. then you kind of talk me down to 11. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, because I was like, this, this is, I'm sure this is a really good game, but it's not as good as Pyre. So it can't be in the top 10. If you had so. said that, I would have, I would have just laughed at you. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, I, I love this game. I, I love personally everything from Supergiant. Uh, yeah. I think they just, yeah. and this is, this is sort of like the, the pinnacle of all, all their work, in my opinion. Josh, how about you? Like your sort of just like context thoughts, you know, spoil before we get into like the spoiler e stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, totally just kidding about Pyre, just just throwing it out there. That's actually the one super giant game that I haven't played, so I don't have any experience with it. Um it's just that it's universally well, no, that it's I have heard that it's just not as because it's so different. Because it's so different. What, it's not as good what, as others, what but, I will say in Pyre's defense, just briefly, mm-hmm. is that I think it kind of does get a bad rap because it, yeah, it is just so incredibly different mm-hmm. than sort of every, but on the, the other side, like there are some things I very much like, I think Pyre has yeah. one of the better soundtracks. Um, oh, sweet. Wow. And, that's, and that's saying something because yeah, their first two games have great soundtracks and and so. it's, it's, it's got some really interesting storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, so my thoughts on this game is, um, you know, I, I had talked about it on, on episodes previous, but I'm just going to go ahead and reiterate it here is that when I first started playing it, I thought that this feels like a more polished, more well thought out version of Bastion. Like it, it just felt very similar to Bastion. And I don't mean that to say that Bastion isn't polished. I'm, I'm not saying that at all because I think Bastion is a great game. Um, but it, it did feel similar just in the way traversal in general, it felt yeah. very well, similar. It's, and it's so got it, that sort of top down isometric ish sort of camera mm-hmm. angle. So yeah. And it, and it feels very like hack and slashy, like Bastion, if that makes sense, kind of, kind of first starting out. Um, and so what I was not immediately because I went in with high expectations. Uh, my, my co-host was talking about top 10 games of all time. Um, and so I, I don't want to say that I was disappointed. I was maybe a little underwhelmed at first just because I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is good. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I don't get where, and, and granted you first start off, you, you don't know what's going on. Um, that's mm-hmm. also why I, I kind of stopped Nate too, is is because this game intentionally doesn't give you any of the story beats until you continue playing through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't want to get into any kind of like spoilery stuff there. So it is very much an enigma when you first start playing it and you have to continue to play it. And that goes into the the whole roguelike way that the game plays. The gameplay is roguelike. You have to die, start over kind of a thing to, to understand things. And... Um, so the story plays into that as well, that it is very much um, 
it knows that that you're going to die and it doesn't feel like you're progressing and so it progresses in other ways namely with story and character interactions and stuff like that so um so yes i do think the more that i played it the more that i enjoyed it the more that i saw the depth to this game and while i wanted to just brute force it um especially at first you come up against enemies that you cannot just brute force. You need to you need to start understanding more of how you can play the game, how you can use its systems, how you can kind of build on things in order to build on your different boons and things like that, and and your different runs because runs can feel very different. Mm-hmm. You can try and make things the same, but because it's a roguelike, you get different items each time, and so you get uh. Uh, RNG plays a plays a bit of a, it, it, they they strike such a balance. Okay, yeah, I should stop rambling since this is just first impressions. Well, I will say this: I'm amazed at how balanced everything is in this game. To where you can have, yes, you can have bad runs, but more often than not, you can salvage a lot of what you do and or be very precise in the things that you choose. It, it, it's amazing to me how deep this game can get. Like, I don't know how they balance all of these different elements in a way that is that ends up being so satisfying when you understand what you're doing. Yeah, so. I think, too, just sort of in, in sort of addressing some of that, you, you know, you mentioned the boon system, um, and it it really... I, I think it, it's it's kind of a, a a bit of a masterstroke because you eventually like mm-hmm. the game just sort of lets you figure it out and it doesn't really it doesn't right. really the boons basically so you know and I guess we're kind of going to veer a little bit into spoiler mode here so in Zagreus escape attempts from the underworld right mm-hmm. he is aided by members of the Olympian pantheon. Right, and they can't directly like pull him out. But what they can do is they can lend him portions of their power. And so what you'll do mm-hmm. is when you come up to like one of the the boon sort of not nodes, and you interact with it, there will be like three different power ups. And sometimes they'll change like maybe the status. They'll they'll up your damage if they're part of an attack skill. And, and not all of them are. Some of them are passives. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes like sometimes it's a re a revenge thing. So like one of the 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 Aries passives, right? Is anytime you take damage, it auto um inflicts doom, which is a sort of a delayed damage sort of retaliation mm-hmm. against uh you know enemies. But like Anyways, so you'll get power-ups and stuff like that. And it becomes this very, like, strategic thing. Um, like, right. personally, like, Aphrodite's, uh, her cast boon, mm-hmm. like, it gives you almost like a shotgun blast kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you get them. And it's like, I love pairing that up with, like, the bow. And, like, because then it's like I have some, like, a lot, a lot of, like, distance and range. But then I can, like, run up on a dude and be like, boom, boom, boom. Like, and it's, like, just pile on, like, you know, a quick few hundred points of damage and then bounce out and like, you know, plunk away. And anyway, interesting. There's all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff that like, like it's, I, it's a game that sort of 
mechanically appeals to me because the, the controls are very sort of like that top down isometric hack and slash kind of it's a little Diablo three bastion kind of like that camera angle vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the gameplay is fairly simple. You have, uh, basically, uh, you you eventually end up unlocking six weapons a sword a spear mm-hmm. a shield uh, or an aegis um a bow a pair of fists and then the a gun a gun a gun <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like a like a an automatic gun with like a grenade launcher kind of it's it's really interesting mm-hmm. um but and you can unlock different builds, like or different versions of those, dep- using mm-hmm. resources and stuff like that. But it's it's just the level of there is almost a level of customization therein too, because like right, yeah, I don't know. I well, well, because here's the thing. Okay, you said that you have six weapons, right? You choose a weapon at the beginning of your run, and you continue with that weapon throughout your run. You, you're yeah. not changing out weapons. Um, but your kind of basic attacks, your your abilities that you have on the just on the controller itself, because generally for these types of games, you know, I'm thinking um, original kind of top down kind of beat 'em up, something like Gauntlet on NES or you know an arcade game. You know, it's like a one button game, a two button game. Mm-hmm. With this one, you've got obviously you're moving around. You've got a dash, and you can upgrade your dash as well with different mm-hmm. things. You've got a, a regular attack with your weapon that does one thing and then a special attack that does a different thing. So there are two ways to use your weapons. Like which with the, those... Just for an example, uh, the sword. We'll do the sword. So mm-hmm. your regular attack is sort of a series of slashes and then a thrust, right? It's like, mm-hmm. three, it's like, yep. like three square presses does like the sequence. Triangle, which is your special attack, does like a sort of area of attack, like ground slam kind of deal. Um, And you can modify both of those. Right. And then in addition to that, you have another sort of means of attack, which I mentioned it before, but it's called casting and you have Mm -hmm. a bloodstone and you can, you can, it's this thing that you throw. Basically a magic missile. Yeah. And you can upgrade the amount that you can carry through different Mm -hmm. temporary buffs and permanent buffs. And there's a whole pile of mechanical systems. Like there's the, the, the shadow currency where it's like you can mm-hmm. after each run you can go back to this mirror and you can give like these permanent upgrades to mm-hmm. and then and you unlock more and more of those through it's just there's a ton mechanically going on even though the actual right. the actual core gameplay loop is pretty simple um yeah somewhat i think i think what the game does is because of the nature of it starting you off with nothing basically you know like one weapon here just go and see what you can do without explaining anything that's why i said that you know i I was basically trying to brute force it at first is because i didn't understand all the systems and the more that it builds on itself and the more you start to understand oh well if i go into this room because you get to choose what room to go into next Mm mm-hmm and it has a little icon it says, of like this, this can is, be a boon room and or this, is this could be a resource thing. room or yeah right right but it has the specific icons for specific uh, uh greek gods that you want to go after and so you are kind of in control 
over the types of boons that you could possibly get, you know, because Aphrodite's boons are different than Ares boons. Um, or but that doesn't mean you're going to get Dionysus boons and Athena's boons and Artemis's boons. And yeah. Right. Which doesn't, it doesn't mean that you know what you're going to get because there's still, you know, 20 for each character, however many, you know, a dozen, I, I don't know. There's still a lot. Um, and it does depend how many you've previously gotten because you can upgrade them. So, so it gets really deep. And what I'm trying to say is that it can affect all, all your different, it can affect the way that you use your normal attack or your special attack or affect your cast. Like, um, like Nate was saying, or it can give you an, another attack entirely, which is a call where you can actually call. Oh, I forgot about the calls. Yeah. Um, right. But that doesn't come standard. You know, that's like you have to get that as a boon if yeah. you want to use it. So, um, so it gets very complex, but the way the game eases you in, you gradually build yeah. on everything. And so it's it's almost like you don't notice how much it's teaching you. You know, if you if you've watched any like a YouTube video that analyzes the first level of Super Mario Brothers, you know, you have this Goomba walking towards you. Um, so you know you have to go to the right and you know you have to get around it somehow so you learn to jump. Like it teaches you without you knowing that it's teaching you. Mega Man X was another game that does this really well if you search for YouTube and just like a breakdown of the first level. It teaches you so much without you even knowing that you're being taught. And I think this game does the same thing because it is a very complex game that, and, and admittedly, I went to YouTube and watched when I hit different walls in this game, different areas that I'm just like, this is impossible. How do you do this? I went to YouTube to see how other people were playing the game. And I was like, oh, I am doing things completely different than yeah. the way that these guys are doing things. Like they break down the different boons and what the different gods, what they're good at basically. Now, obviously you're using different, you're using a, 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 the Pantheon, you know, throughout your run. Um, so it gets it gets complex but but if you have an idea of sort of what these tend to do you can make uh very reasonable at least builds um from just about anything of course you can screw yourself you can get a bad build of course you can do that but more often than not i i do think you can salvage it which is amazing because there's so much that you can do that there's the potential to do yeah, there, there's. It's one of those things where with there's with all of the different moving parts, and we've talked about like, and again, we we've mentioned that it was in early access for a while, but it is mm -hmm. almost necessary with the amount of uh, balancing that it right. like it's yeah because almost almost all of this stuff can work together in seamless ways. Like there are mm -hmm. some pairings yes. that are probably better. And you know, for whatever mm -hmm. you're you're sort of going after, um, like I'll 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 just like sort of be a friend. Like I the 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 three sort of deities that I would prioritize is mm -hmm. uh, well, actually I'd make it four because Athena, like yep. her dodge, yep. like yes, like deflect deflect is killer deflect is like a game changer, and if you can get that on your dodge. You will. There are certain rooms where, like, it's like almost turns into bullet hells, and it just mm -hmm. you're able to just like completely turn the tides on that. Um, yeah. 
I like Dionysus or Dionysus. Um, his okay. like because that's that's that poison damage over time kind of like it's his his status effect is called hungover. Um, right. Right. And actually, he changes his his cast. You lob like the hazy grenade things, which slows him down and stuns him and all that other stuff. But yeah, um, and then I really like uh, Artemis because like okay. her, her okay if I can't. I like her cast because it lets you yeah. shoot out a homing arrow and yeah. it actually gives each one of it actually up your critical damage and it gives your cast. I, I like all of her stuff as just far as like, she's probably the most utilitarian in that you can, with the, the, the sense that you can get just like she ups your damage, but then she also ups your critical chance and your critical damage. So it's like, I'm just like, there we go. More yeah. more damage output is always a good thing. And then I was a big fan of Aphrodite. Like yes, weakness mm -hmm. like weakness is her standard sort of like status effect. But then, like I said, mm -hmm. you throw her if you can get her cast, it's almost like a shotgun blast. Yes, it does. It does the so, most upfront damage. Yeah. It, sorry, you keep saying cast, and in my head, I'm hearing call. I really like her call. Her call um, is pretty I did not deal. like her cast because I relied on the cast a lot to do range damage mm. um, a lot of the time. So I would not. I did like um, Athena's cast a lot because it deflects off the cast. Oh, that one's, that one's pretty, pretty good cool. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Athena deflects. Um, yeah. Dionysus does primarily sort of like damage over time. Like it's sort of like a mm -hmm. poison kind of. Uh, Artemis is, it was like upping your crit chance. Um, yeah. And then. Aphrodite inflicts weakness, which is a debuff, yep. and then mm -hmm. charm. Like she does, like a charm thing too. I think right, right. Which by the time, yeah, yeah. I I didn't typically, I didn't care, but I liked her call a lot because it's like a single shot that could be super powerful if you let your um if you charged it all the way up. Yeah, it's me mechanically, it's just got a lot going on. And then, like, once you start, yeah. like, the gameplay loop is just so satisfying. Like, I was telling Josh uh, before we started recording, I sat down the other, that was la last night. I was like, ah, I'll play this for, like, an hour or two. Um, you know, just to sort of, like, get, sort of, like, blow some of the cowboys out. It was, like, three or four hours later. I was like, ah! <laughs> you know? And it's, like, just, you get sucked into that that run after run after run after run. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, I think it's time to just maybe talk a little bit about the story. And here's the okay. part, guys, where it's okay. like, we're going to get into like heavy spoiler territory here. Um, so if you haven't played the game yet and you're at all interested, stop listening. Because honestly, I think that Hades is some of the best storytelling in a way that mm. Supergiant has done. And I think okay, okay, yeah, like not not overall, but that Supergiant has done. I think it's a really interesting story, but the way that they deliver the story is, I think, a bit of a master's class too. Um, mm -hmm. I I love so the general premise, and again and again, last last final call, please, if you have not played the game yet and you intend to at any point in time, stop listening. Yep, both both of us give it. If you haven't heard already, both of us give it very high recommendations. Um, clearly, Nate likes it a bit more than I did, but I still really enjoyed the game. 
I yeah, I think of it very highly. Um, we said this a, a couple weeks ago is that I do think the game is a master class, um, f- like a top tier uh, indie game. Like it's it's crazy everything. It's, you know, I I've been talking about the complexity of the game. To have this come from an indie studio is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just not not even to mention like the, the just the actual like visual polish and everything as yeah. well. It's a very pretty right. game too. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Great use of color. Um, great environments. Yeah. I mean, even the, the whole aesthetic is really cool. Um, there, there are some things, some bits of the art style where the people look a little strange to me at times. Um, but, but not, not everyone, just like one person in one pose is just kind of like, eh, that's weird. Like, I don't don't really get it. Um, but it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Overall, I do actually really like the art style. It's kind of comic booky. Yeah. It's got a very like graphic design kind of like, I would say like Sin City. No, like Sin City, the movie, right. But with like way more color. Interesting. Very, very high contrast, kind of like Mm -hmm. lots of really solid outlines. I don't know. I I don't know where to put my thumb on it, but yeah, it's got, it's got a really good flavor, a really good sort of like aesthetic. Uh, But the, so the basic premise though, guys, is that Zagreus, right? And again, if you're listening, if you're still listening at this point in time, hopefully you've already played the game. Zagreus is trying to get through the like he's trying to escape the underworld and eventually at first it doesn't really tell you why it's just like but as the game sort of progresses and this is the part that i love i love the fact that they just drip feed the story to you like like one run at a time and you get like a little bit more and you need to be talking to all the different characters and like sort of engaging them Mm -hmm. and then you'll have like a few little storyline sequences and stuff and it's like and then i just Last night, I was when I was playing. I got the storyline sequence where it's like you find out, like, like so. It's like, what did Zagreus do before this? Well, apparently, he worked with his dad in the record keeping division, and he really sucked at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his dad fired him, and then he was just sort of a layabout for a while. Um, but then that opens up that room in the in the house of in in the house of the underworld. Um, but yeah. it's a, that sort of that that sort of drip feed and like finding out like earlier on you find out that letter of like Hades uh, from Persephone and she's like she's mm-hmm. writing and it's like I did I I just loved it I love the story I love the fact that like every run there's like a little bit more something there and then the first time you get like you actually finish the run and you meet Persephone and then it's like. Oof. <laughs> like the way yeah. the the way that he's like you get all the like you finally you beat Hades for the first time. Like like you're just like, oh like you beat all the D bags. Like yep. the, Theseus can suck farts. Like he's he's such a punk. He's such a punk. One, he is yeah. re- it, like that fight's really hard because you have to fight him and the bull uh, Asterius, uh, the bull of Minos at the same yeah. time. But then, like, he likes to run his mouth, and I don't appreciate he's, he's it. He's very self-righteous while hiding behind a minotaur um, and, a, and a huge shield. Yeah. Um, so, so he, yeah, you can, you little turd. Um, and on top of that, he, like, that was probably the biggest skill challenge 
Like that, that fight had me going to YouTube because I'm like, how the heck are you supposed to do this? I'm like not getting anywhere after multiple runs. And then, then Uh-oh. I learned, well, yeah, we're in the spoiler section, right? We're in the spoiler section. Yeah, we are. We're we fighting one at a time. Deeply in spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, you, if you can do that, it becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like you're still, you're still, you know, it's on the ropes tough. a little bit. You still have to pay attention to what both of them are doing, but and it's there is i i think what i love too about this is like the gradual progression so like you unlock more abilities from each weapon you unlock Mm -hmm. you know the different forms from each weapon you invest in the mirror and you sort of build that out um yeah you know and then you can like if there's a certain deity that you really prefer because Mm -hmm. what i've noticed is it like it's sort of throughout the course of a run, it exposes you to like four different deities. And those are the yeah. four, like, and once you hit like those four or maybe like, and sometimes I, I wouldn't really, but Hermes also right. get thrown into the mix. But it's like, once you hit like those, those four or five or whatever, it's like, you're pretty much locked into them. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Demeter's, um, Demeter's cast was awesome. I forgot about that. Okay. So that was the other one. You you talked about who your favorites were. I agree with Athena and Aphrodite. Those were those were definitely high up there. Um, Demeter was another one for me that was high up there. The chill, just effect in general, was really helpful. It's super helpful, especially if you can get it on something like uh like your fists. Then you can really like chill someone multiple mm. times throughout a combo. I forgot because um, I haven't unlocked really I haven't unlocked her on this run yet. And yeah, right. She was. Yeah. I mean, dude, they're all fairly useful. Like, man, right, dude. Well, an- another one that I liked at first, and then I didn't like, and then became really useful for me was Ares. I ended up using him a lot just because of the Doom mm-hmm. on there. You know, like if you can get a bunch of Doom on someone, like it can do considerable damage. It just takes a little while. Well, so. and especially you if you do it the right way and you build it up, like because you can mm-hmm. actually there's a whole bunch of like little tweaks to that where it's like you can make it so that it takes longer to activate, but it does more damage. And so you can just pile it on. And then when it hits, it's just like, thump, like, right. Because at that point, especially if you have like a range weapon or a homing weapon, you can you can shoot those off, especially like at Hades himself and just focus on defense, you know, Mm -hmm. dashing around or whatever. Yeah. And then when it finally hits, it really, it really hurts. So yeah. Yeah. What was your, uh, just sort of like, what was your go-to weapon? Um, I would always go after whatever was shining darkness, whatever. I Um, I love that. I love that because that's actually how I do it too. And it's mm -hmm. like, and it like, I love the fact that like, there's that little like, swirly dark thing and if you take the weapon you get like that that five percent increase on like yep. darkness earned that run i love it yeah because it yeah. it's like it gives you an it incentive forces you to, to play mm-hmm. yeah because i really did not like the ranged weapons at first so so you're asking my go-to i didn't have a go-to my favorite was the spear yeah um i Spear's yeah i, I thought because awesome. that had a nice range to it while still being very powerful um there were some, it's funny because the, like a, a bunch of the stuff that I was watching on YouTube was saying like the shield was probably the best for, um, for early on in the game. You know, if you're not very good, you can just kind of hide behind your shield. And I understand that in theory, but I never used it that way. <laughs> like I forgot that the shield would actually block 
in the in the heat of battle and so like i sucked with the shield um, pairing the shield with neptune was all is okay. always a hoot and you could do that bull rush and then you just fling mm-hmm. dudes into the wall and so like they take damage from your hit but then they take mm-hmm. damage against the wall and actually you can actually take a passive that ups the damage that they receive when they get knocked into a barrier by like 350 percent so i mm-hmm. remember there was a a run and it wasn't but i remember some of my runs it was like oh okay and i would just like bull rush like into a crowd of dudes send them flying and like most of them like they would just evaporate <laughs> fantastic nice there there was run, one run where i had the spear and i don't remember everything i got um but you know the special you throw the spear mm-hmm. and i got a boon that made it so that the spear hit multiple enemies mm-hmm. so it was like homing it would bounce from enemy to enemy before it came back to me on top of that i think i had like a 400 percent damage bonus on my special so it was really powerful and it was ranged and it would like home in on the enemies. So I just had like a da- a dodge reflect, uh, deflect, right? Yeah, mm. deflect. Yeah. And so I just throw it and dash around, you know, to make sure no one's hitting yeah. me and get it back and continue throwing it. And it was like, it broke uh, a good amount of the levels. Um, mm. I, I don't know if I actually finished it with that run or not but um it was it was crazy because i'm like i'm barely doing anything but this is awesome yeah and it's like when you it get was like those, one of those runs that was just like mm-hmm. perfect you know those are so much fun too and it's like to just like chew up the game at that point in time and just be like yeah. tear through so like what i you know i i was just like ranting about the story and stuff about like, the story yes what did okay. you think about it so so let me give a little bit of pushback, okay? Um, I did enjoy the story, but I will say that um, – so this game, your runs are going to last you at least 45 minutes in my estimation. If you go in there, you can see it. it it'll tell you, and, and, you know, if, if you unlocked the area there, that you can see your previous runs and, and they for me ran between 30 and 45 ish at the at the higher end but that doesn't count um some of the some of the things that you do prepping and all that stuff so for me it was like 45 minutes to run and i don't have a lot of sit down game time yeah so this it was pretty much like one run one maybe one and a half if i had it you know paused or whatever per from the previous time whatever yeah right exactly of course, per and, session. Yes. So um while I do I did enjoy the way that you get story from interacting with the characters. I did enjoy that. Um there was it it it, it I don't want to say it killed the pace, but when when you finish your run and you start over, there's like six people to talk to before you start another run. And that felt like it took a considerable amount of time. So I found myself kind of like reading through it really fast just to get to the next one, you know, to progress conversations without paying as much attention. So yeah. what I'll say is I do think it was effective. Um, you know, maybe it was just something about me. And I don't know how to fix that outside of like throwing them throughout the game in different rooms. But that wouldn't make sense yeah. <laughs> that they be wandering around in Hades. So narratively, I mean, outside of like the the actual events per level, like yeah, where you have uh, was it uh, the dude pushed right? 
like is it Sisyphus? Yes, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Sisyphus, and then you have and uh the the name? dry Paracletus or something. Um yeah, I don't know. Oh, in, in the Elysium fields, yeah. Right. And then right. you have uh the the dryad and you have like the the Thanatos. Uh, Eurydice. Eurydice, yeah. And then you yeah. have the Thanatos. I always like right. the Thanatos stages because it's like if I was like really struggling and like Thanatos pops up and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even trying to compete with you, bro. You just kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't need, I, I never thought about that because different builds, like sometimes you would wipe the floor, like no, no yeah. question. Like you could kill, but then other builds were ones that like you took time to beat your enemies. It wasn't, a very quick. I mean, there's defeat, a there's so. a bonus for beating him, but it's like I didn't care. Like sometimes it's just like because gotcha. like the the thing is like yes, it's it's very easy to get into the like it's all about like collecting the resource. Like I do treasure right. troves and stuff like that sometimes, yeah. but it's like at the same time, yeah, yeah I I just love the, like the like I don't know I love the fact that like there's that constant evaluation of like, like there's that constant risk, risk reward thing. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The chaos gates. Yeah. Some of those could be bad. Dude. Well, and I love it. Like you get in there and like the worst is like, like I just, I need something to like, sort of like push me on and like, sort and then you get in there and like every last one of his options are doo-doo and you're just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Seriously, <laughs> I don't want a lot of gold on this run. Really? For real, like <laughs> I should. I, I, there's a part of me. It's like I just want to like walk away from all of these. Like these are all bad. <laughs> I think there is yeah. like there is like a, an upgrade through the mirror that lets you reshuffle, reroll, yeah, reroll I'm sure. boons I'm or sure something like is, that. Yeah. But dude, yeah. I just I I what I like Greek mythology, and I thought yes. it was really interesting. It was a really cool take on Greek mythology too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like mm-hmm. it sort of sort of shows like the the weird busted up dynamic of like just how like broken this family is. Like yeah. and then just I don't know, but they they still sort of care for each other and it's like mm-hmm. and but then Hades sort of has his grudge and he's kind of mad about a whole bunch of stuff. But it's also yeah. like he can't really leave the underworld because he's, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and I, I don't know. I always like the, the, the myth of Hades and Persephone. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably one of my favorite stories. Like there's that, I can't remember the name of, uh, there's that one independent comic that I've been reading and sort of keeping up with. That's a retelling of the Hades and Persephone. Um, oh, wow. Myth. That's cool. Myth. And I just, I was like, I was like, if they had a kid, Zagreus, and like, what, what that would be like, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. and I like, I like the fact that I get the pet Cerberus, three-headed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. three-headed best boy. Yes. Uh, he's yeah. the best, the goodest doggo. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah. loved it. I, I agree. And, and again, I hate that. Um, I really hope that is, I don't sound. It is tough though. It's like, and especially when the game to like sort of see all the story that requires mm-hmm. you to pl- like do 10 runs. It's like, yeah, that's yes. That can be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and it, it does, it does give you some progression. Um, I think that's another one of the, uh, of the upsides to the way that it, it does things is like most of the time you can get, you know, like actual mechanical progression, you know, purchase another, uh, upgrade or something like that every run, uh, most of the time. But at the very least, you do get some character progression, which is how this game tells its story. Um, it is very character driven. I mean, it's entirely character driven because that's where you're getting these stories from is the yeah. interactions with different people. And you're kind of, for a lot of the stories, you're like this third party, um, you know, so, sometimes it's second party, you know, it's a bit closer. Uh, but something like Orpheus and Eurydice you know, you're kind of like the messenger boy between them two, but you're, but Zagreus's character comes out as well in like his replies and the way he talks to Orpheus and things like that, I, you know, like goads him on. One of my What's favorite that? sort of like Orpheus Zagreus moments is where Zagreus just like Orpheus is like sort of asking questions and Zag's just like, oh yeah, well, didn't you know that I'm actually like, he like basically feeds him a line of bull about how like, he's like, like a shard of Dionysus's soul or something like that. <laughs> and then like Orpheus composes a song that mm -hmm. is basically like tells like the, the, the story of Zagreus and it's mm -hmm. like, but then he uses that as the source material. And I just thought I was like, it was a hoot made me laugh. Yeah. 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 So, so there are things like that. Like a bit of a sarcastic, jag off and i punk i, I kind of love it <laughs> for sure i kind of love it right yes it's it's endearing even even if he can you know you wouldn't necessarily like him in real life um, oh, no, but a I, lot of other people are punks to him i too, think so. i would like him <laughs> like, you think so <laughs> I, think, I think i would be like i mean i'd be like yo you're pretentious butthead but i'm kind of like mm -hmm. you're cool man like let's hang yeah like <laughs> we're bros like yeah nah Mm -hmm. I just and I think the so, the cast is pretty good too. But you were saying something. I keep interrupting yeah, you. Yeah, I I agree. Um, where was I going with it? Because I was talking about characters and things like. Oh, so um, again, big spoiler. We're already in spoiler territory. I I would say if I were to nitpick something, um, because this is such a character driven game, and I do enjoy the overall story. I do like hearing about the conflict, um, and and what's really going on, which it, it tells a, a very ironically human story about the flaws of you know family dynamics and things like that which which is good and very you know relatable in a lot of different ways but i do think character wise hades gets the short end of the stick mm -hmm. that kind of when everything kind of comes out you've beaten the game he kind of uh he's where he kind of has to grovel well he is in a way, but he's kind of like, yeah, but you also kind of screwed all this up. Like, I understand why you made the choices you did, but, but also, and, and you're coming and he's coming back and like asking for forgiveness. And, and it just, I don't know, the big, bad, dark king of the underworld, it felt very out of character to see him like, okay, you were right all along. And, you know, like, I have a grudge against you. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Um, I still have this grudge, but, yeah, maybe the things should have worked out different and blah, blah, blah. And I don't, I don't know. I, I felt like it kind of, he, he became more of a wimp 
at the very end, which was kind of weird. So that's my that's me nitpicking his character in particular. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's it's been so long since I've seen the end. But I did like I think it's funny in in Hades interactions with Zagreus where it's just like he's 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 tied to the job. Like that's all mm-hmm. there is for him. And mm-hmm. it's like that that workaholic kind of like father and Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he kind of got screwed like Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you see all that stuff there. And what's interesting too are those little cutscenes and I don't know how to I don't know how I triggered them if it's just uh, on a certain amount of runs, but it starts off and there's like these little cutscenes where the, it'll just the have little like monologues like one word. word. Yep. Yes, exactly. And it starts off where it seems like Hades is trying to motivate Zagreus to do what he wants. Um, but then it quickly turns into more like berating him of like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you going against me? You know, at first, at first trying to like entice him back, like we're family, this is our duty. You should do this, not what you're doing now. And, and now, and you know, after a while, it's just like, you're, you know, outright, he's outright condemning Zagreus, you know, for being a brat. Well, and Zag kind of is a brat. But yes, yeah, it's it's sort of like everybody kind of sucks here, um, right? We're in Hades we're, after all. We are in Hades after all. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think though, too, as the story does progress, and again, and again, it's been so long. But like the the fact that Persephone just sort of like up and bounced on him, like yeah, and mm-hmm. like he was very lonely. He's sort of struggling with sort of like maintaining the underworld, and then Persephone's just like peace. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she bounced on him, and I don't know. I some very interesting sort of tellings of all of the stories and everything. And I was really, I don't know. I just, dude, I just, I love it. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's like one of my favorite settings, and it's one of my favorite sort of yeah. retellings and interpretations of Greek mythology. Like, yeah, it's kind of. And again, I was familiar, I'm familiar, fairly familiar with the source material. So it's like, you know, with Orpheus, Orpheus and Eurydice, like, I'm like, I remember the story mm-hmm. about Orpheus, like, you know, trying to rescue her, you know, Theseus, even with like Theseus and, and Asterius, right? The, the mm-hmm. Theseus and a bull. I'm like, well, okay. Like, it's like, like those cool little nuts. Like, it would have been cool to have yeah. someone like Heracles show up or something too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. eh, you, you you only get what you get, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and he like just goes mad. <laughs> that would be insane. Or dude, um, I'd just be like, if he was just like a totally chill bro, and like, you know. I mean, you would have to catch him at a certain point in his story, though, because like he's actually as much as as much as uh, I really like, especially growing up, you know, the Disney hair, but. Hercules, excuse me. Hercules, um, and Hercules, even Hercules. Evan Sorbo, Hercules, yeah. you know, stuff like that. You read his story and he is a very tragic character. Well, like he gets screwed. But what, what if they do it so like he's like the chillest dude and he's like sort of almost a gentle giant. And they're, they're like, yeah, take care of this for us. And he's like, because he's like a bit of a people pleaser, like he does it and he's got a super strength and everything. And then like, it's like, oh, all these dudes kind of suck because- all the gods do kind of suck, you know? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that would just have to happen before, you know, he had married, he got married. Well, and uh, yeah, and yeah. Murdered them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that. that's what I'm talking about is, like, the tragic stuff is, is like, yeah, um, yeah, he's a tragic character. But anyways, uh, okay, so a couple more things okay. about the game because, I mean, we can we can talk all night, but we don't have the time to do that. Um, is uh, okay. I wasn't gonna go. Okay, uh, first I want to ask you, what were your least favorite rooms? Because this is a roguelike. Okay, so you have you have a lot of very similar rooms. There are some rooms that um, you know, like when you get to a new area, rooms mm-hmm. are the, like the first room and the last room are going to be the same. But there are a lot of rooms that appear sometimes and and not other times. Um, we've already talked about Theseus and Asterius being one of the the really tough ones. So obviously bosses, you know, mm-hmm. those are going to be some tough. Yeah, they're, rooms. they're tough ones. I mean, the Bone Hydra wasn't too bad. I I right. would say my least favorite room in the entire game so far. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, when you start to get some of the Elysium Field ones, they can get pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One that is not as annoying if you have Deflect, but if you don't have Deflect, it's pretty awful, is the one with all the witches in Asphodel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that one. But yeah, that, that one's have, like the bullet level. <laughs> if you have Deflect, it's sort of like you can shred a lot of that. But if you don't have Deflect, right. it's like it's a nightmare and it's just like it's awful and you kind of hate it. Yep. But I would say like one. some of those rooms like in the Elysium field or the fields of Elysium, um, mm-hmm. like where you get the combination of like the the little suicide chariots, the butterfly yeah. orbs, and then uh, like when you get the armored spirit mm-hmm. shield dudes, like yes. if you like you throw those three in a room, like I'm just like I'm having fits. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Is it the the two rooms that come to mind for me, and and uh, you know I'd forgotten about the what you were talking about with all the with all the witches. So that one could be tough. Um, but anyways, the the two that I thought of was also in um, is it Asphodel? Is that what it was called? The, yeah, the, the fiery lake. I, I think it's Asphodel. Yeah, I think okay. it, I think it is. It's the the ship where you get on that ship Ooh, and yeah, uh, there one, are all those dudes throwing bombs at you. That can be a pain. That one gave me, it, more often than not, that gave me a lot of trouble. Um, uh, when, you know, first playing through the game, uh, the first few times I hit that, I didn't make it past that part. Um, but even later on, uh, sometimes I would, you know, I would use a life on that. Mm-hmm. Depending on your the way that you've specced your build you know you're not made for really close quarters combat it, that has to be dodgy at the same time so um so that one general that one gave me uh trouble a lot and then in elysium there's one in particular where there is the the butterfly spawn thingy i don't know what it's called in the center of the room he's got armor uh Yes, it's armored and the guys will continuously that your your little like warrior dudes will continuously just yep. spawn. Yep. That while room, that you're fighting that too. thing. And I did not realize that. The first few times that I that I got to that room, 
you know, I'm dashing around trying to kill the guys as they show up because they show up in their little like wispy form first. So you can kill them quick. Their little eyeball, their little eyeball thing. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then you keep doing that and I'm like, what the heck? How many are these are actually going to show up? And then you have to figure out that like, oh no, you have to kill the butterfly thing first. So then you focus on that and you know, you've got six other dudes spawning around you. Yeah. And um, again, depending on the build, well, once you learn those things, it gets easier. But man, oh man, that room gave me uh, uh, one Hades of a time. Yeah, that, that uh, room kind of sucks. What was so. like sort of in, and I'll sort of return turn a question. What was mm-hmm. probably your like peak build, like the, your favorite build? Like, do you, do you remember that or? Not, not necessarily, you know, like I said, that, that one that like blew me away was, was with the spear that would like chase other enemies as well. That really helped out. Um, but gosh, yeah, I, I've already mentioned it. Like, like when I had chill on the, on the, um, on the fists, that was really good, but it, but it came with other, you know, other things in the builds. I, like I said, I would generally use my cast, um, a lot. I would start off because of the because of the buff that you know if if an enemy has a has a cast stuck in them they take more um, damage take more damage and they were slower mm-hmm. as well uh, so so I used those casts a lot and um, man going through sticks with that deflecting cast was was really good because you could just start off in those in those small corridors and and throw your casts. Um, and get rid of uh, the bad guys really quickly. So that was nice. Um, I'm trying to think of other than that. Um, it really, it really just depended on the run. I can't yep. think of anything in particular because even the gun. I remember there was one where I really powered up the special, which mm. I rarely use the special unless I started like pouring into it. I would usually just use the normal attack in the cast a lot. Um, but with that one, you know, you shoot the, you shoot the, like the, uh, the, like the grenade. grenade. Yeah. And the, and you could get a boon to triple that grenade. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I had some status effects on that also and, and boosted its damage that that did a lot of damage, which was pretty cool. Um, in addition to the cast. So I could just dash around, you know, use that occasionally dash around cast just basically like carpet bomb the room exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so um yeah those are some that come to mind there was an athena or not athena an artemis boon that let you like just spit out arrows like every time you attacked or whatever yes like Mm -hmm. in addition to your attack so you get almost get like two attacks i remember that being one of my favorites because that was just like a real melter it was just like Especially if you had like the bow or the gun, you could just be like, you mm-hmm. could like dip around and just like plunk, 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 plunk. And then you're just spitting out arrows. <laughs> little, home, little, you know, heat seeking arrows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You sounded like you had one more comment, thought, question. Yeah. The, the only thing is that we didn't necessarily mention it. You talked about Darren Corb, but the music in this game also. Oh, uh, it's I, I just so felt like we couldn't, we had to at least. talk about it a little bit one it's and i think yeah so it's standalone it's a really excellent album really excellent Mm -hmm. soundtrack standalone um Mm -hmm. when you're in the game 
it's almost mm-hmm. like perfect. Like, yeah. And it's really cool too. Like he's done some interviews on how they did that. And it's sort of like, I, I think I talked about this, but like he, he sort of almost sequenced out. And so like, sometimes they'll just like, they'll sub in different layers of it. Um, yep. Yeah. But yep. it's, it's like the same, I don't know, 15 loops or 15 measures or whatever, but he's got like, it's like, in the way that it's sort of like the AI arranges it and stuff. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really makes the d- certain sections of the game hit a lot harder. Um, and even, I think I had mentioned this on a previous podcast, even some of the things like the uh, Orpheus songs and in Eurydice's songs where, like you said, by itself, it's an interesting little piece. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's oh. fun to listen to. But when when it's in game, it it becomes an earworm. Like I don't know, maybe there's just the charm of now you know the character who's singing it. Now you know what they're singing about, kind of a thing. But like especially Eurydice's uh, one would get stuck in no, my head. No more sorrow or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. When she and Orpheus duet that, oh, that's like that's like because like. If you play enough, like Orpheus yeah. will go visit her. Um, okay, okay. And they'll awesome. sing together. I never got that far. Yeah. Zag kept like pushing him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's, that's I think too, like that's that's the other thing. So it's like you do the 10 runs and you sort of see all the story stuff. There's still more. There's like so yeah. much more in that game that like you can unlock yeah. like all the different sort of like character progression stuff that you can like like basically you have to like keep you have to apply them you have to keep sort of like feeding them the nectar or whatever yeah and the ambrosia and then like you get to a point where you can unlock stuff yeah dude i love that game it's just like it's (laughs) it's so just full of like interesting little bits and uh Mm -hmm. you know i i know it's kind of weird but like you can technically like romance several characters like you can romance oh okay uh well you romance meg but you can romance okay. dusa and you can romance thanados but like well, i think with thanados Dusa, like it starts off it's just like <laughs> it's like pretty much like a platonic bromance okay and then like with dusa it's like i mean like they are like super tight but it's like and again it's been a long time since i, I i've gone through and done all that stuff but dusa just like it's Deuce's Deuce. She's right. Just, I don't know. I, I love so much of it. Like I love the characterization. I just love uh, mm-hmm. the the music's top shelf. The game, the gameplay loop is incredibly satisfying. And I think like the, like mm-hmm. I said, I keep coming back to like the trickle out of that story is just masterful. I, I would, I would like it if runs were a little tighter, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but. it's like I'm of two minds. I don't know how you do that because it is very satisfying to play for, you know, 30 to 40 minutes and beat the game, you know, like finish a run. And like, do I really want that to be shorter? I don't know. No, you know, like, I don't. not really. I no, don't. right. It's, right. It's a so, good problem to have. How, so. you, right, right, exactly. So... But I think I'm starting to yeah, fade man. here, man. And we've we've awesome. We have talked. We we have talked put a, the Hades out of this game. We have talked a a good chunk of this game, and it, it's. I'm glad. I'm glad that we you actually played it. I'm glad that we sort of sat mm-hmm. down and yeah. sort of gave this thing its its due. Um, I do. I love this game, 
and even like I said, firing it back up the other night and playing it again, I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, it's a chef. Yes. Did it, you see that 25 minute speed run? I've seen, I've seen them before. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I think Crazy. my best run came in at 30 minutes. Like I did, uh, like, gotcha. I mean, that's like one so, run from front, but that's also like I had a chunk of stuff already. Right. Like I was already built up and mm-hmm. like, I was like, yeah, it was like, it, yeah, yeah. That, that 25 minute speed run is first run of the game. Okay. Like I'm, no power ups. I'm going to <laughs> look at that then. It's yeah. Yeah. It's that a, is, they, th- that's the the <laughs> so so in the video uh that I shared it's it's actually some people from Supergiant watching it um and they they actually said that that I believe it was when it was in early access I could be wrong they actually had to change some of Hades dialogue at the end of the game um in case you get it to him on your first run because otherwise the dialogue was like oh you finally got here or so, or something like that um, mm. because they didn't realize that anyone would actually be able to get to him on the first run of the game. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So it's, so, it's a developer's it's react for my GM. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know? Yeah. I, I can't, can't do that. So yes. Great game. Hmm. Great game. It's definitely, so definitely top, top tier. So, stuff. it is i'm i'm glad that uh man i mean if i didn't have to work tomorrow <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd just go play some more. i'd probably just go play some more but i have yeah. to go to work tomorrow but i think it's i think it's time to start sort of winding down and uh landing playing Sweet. do you have any shout outs uh from the community that any uh, I I wish I sh- would have spent more time on this, but what the first thing that comes to mind is, uh, you know, in the Discord we're talking about shipping illegal cakes across uh, the state lines across the, into different countries. So that's really interesting. In case you you didn't know, there there are certain uh, berries that are illegal. Gooseberries. I I I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. There's some type of current. C u r r a n t. Yeah, or Courant. Yeah. I don't know how to say that. So <laughs> the, the shout out KJVO, or he always he always has like crazy cakes and pies and stuff. Did you see is, the one he was? Watch. He was like he wants to do something that's got spinach and something spinach and and yeah raspberry yeah. or something weird. And I'm like right. I'm like no right. Don't do that thing. Like that sounds crazy. No, thank like, you. Insane. It's I'm a, very interested. You're so crazy. <laughs> oh, Mark. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's always that's always a fun loop. It throws me for a loop. That's what I'm trying to say. KJVO. You got any shout outs? Um Yes. Yeah. KJVO. Notice me, Senpai. You get I one. did notice you. I did notice you. I no, don't know if I'd that's call what you, I call him that. You call me Senpai, but I, I did I, notice you. I so. call him NMS. Notice me, Senpai. Um <laughs> No Man's Sky. Um Jeepers. <laughs> oh, wow, man. I'm fading. It's it's, it's get it, we're making it weird. Um, I think I would just, my shout out would be, like I said to, and, and I mentioned it earlier to you and I think mm-hmm. in, in the bro hang, but Eric Bryant, uh, posting yeah. sort of like, there you go. getting out there being just a reasonable, solid dude online, which we need more of those. Hmm. We need less yep. idiots 
you know, being keyboard warriors and we need more dudes who are reasonable. So mm. anyways, I like it, but, uh, salute to you. Good, sir. Do, do you know, like, I can't <laughs> for the life of me. So going, going into next week, what, what do you think you're going to mm-hmm. sort of like, what's your, what's your challenge? What do you think you're going to challenges? So now that I'm done with school, um, I want to get back into reading physical books. So what I've been thinking about, I just want to start off small, 15 minutes a day, at least. So like, just put that down. Um, I think it'll also help me with what I talked about earlier about being bored and checking my phone. If I can at least, you know, like have a book with me. Um, and I say physical, I include Kindle. I, I just mean like reading with my yeah, eyes. Yeah, reading with your eyes. Brain, not listening. Yep. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, I, I just want to make that a daily habit again. Um, ideally, I'd like to do that before I go to sleep, but sometimes I get sucked in by video games. Um, doesn't help your sleep. No, would be not, better. So much. But, not so much. But uh, so, so, but I'd like to start off by reading at least fifteen minutes a day of something because I have a, a big backlog of books that I haven't read, been meaning to forever, and now. I, I don't have stuff that I need to read for school. So mm. maybe, maybe I'll, I'll finally finish the institutes. Oh, no, that's, a, that'd that's be a good a, one. That's a pretty beefy one. So, yeah. So, I, so that's my challenge. 15 minutes re- book reading. I think mine is pretty similar. I think uh, the, the one that I really want to sort of try and drill down on this week is like I said, just doing when I come home from work, I know it's very easy for me to sort of plop down in front of the couch. And again, I want to, I also want to be, you know, sort of like going back to the journaling and tr- trying to sort of like get a little more consistent in that practice. Um, mm-hmm. But I think honestly, the thing right now is like, just when I come home, I need to like spend a few minutes, like an hour or two doing something around the house, like cleaning the upstairs bedroom, getting that stuff prepped for painting and rewiring and everything else going down in my, into my basement, cleaning up my basement, like spending an hour or two down there doing some organizing, some prep work so that we can, you know, move forward with stuff. That that's something Mm -hmm. that I haven't been great about over the last couple of years. I've I've sort of gotten out of the habit of some of that stuff. So I want to put that back, you know, get that back in the rotation. So I think like mine is just like, Hey, when I come home, instead of like sitting down on the couch and plopping down there and then eating and sort of spending the rest of my evening vegging out, because that's, that's, I want to sort of say like, Hey, just like take an hour, take 30 minutes and like get some stuff done around the house that needs, needs some attention. So that's, that's kind of mine. But, uh, awesome. Awesome. I dig it. I think that, well, I, yeah, I, I do have a question about that though. You have, you have a question. Um, I think I, yeah. I have a, I, I think quest shuns. What? Do we have quest, quest, questions. Quest shun. What is your question? Yes, exactly. So last time, last time we, we flipped the digital coin and it was, uh, I mean, we chose the best question. Oh yes. And, uh, the incredibly inedible trash turkey took the took the prize this time around um we've got a question from who won well our- i think i think we're gonna go with uh mike the backlog knight from twitter that's he, right he uh he sent us one he said okay shot in the dark here but what are your favorite places to look for gaming deals like yard sales ebay xbox store steam best buy etc 
And I, I don't know, like, uh, since apparently GameStop is like doing like NFTs and stuff and got like closed down Game Informer, <laughs> uh, it is not GameStop. Um, honestly, I, I really like, I've come to appreciate guys like Wario 64 and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yep. uh, what is that? Uh, cheap, cheap, butt games. Oh yes. Cag. Yes. yes. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like the the specials on that a lot of times are sort of, I don't know. I just I don't have like I don't do any yard selling. I don't trust. I don't mm-hmm. really trust eBay all that much. Um, okay, okay. I'm just like yeah. I would say like it's just like I wait wait for. I I keep a fairly up to date wish list on my PlayStation, and if something mm-hmm. goes on sale, then I know about it. But like yeah. Just kind of yeah, yeah. It's yeah. My, most of my my deal searching is online, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, I, I'm going over just some of the things that that he mentioned. You know, yard sales. I agree. I've never been one to find good stuff. Um, even like thrift stores, I rarely can find anything. I think just the way that um, the way that the video gaming in general has become more popular. Uh, they, they generally, there, there's a lot of other people. We live in a big city, so there, there's bound to be other people who enjoy it as well and, and do that. So it always seems to be picked clean. Um, and I also don't like buying and or sifting through junk. So I don't usually go to a lot of yard sales. Um, but th- th- I already have enough junk of my own that I don't want other people's junk. I don't want to be tempted to purchase other people's junk. Um, so I, I, uh, yeah, I've never really had much luck with those places, but online, um, I go to slickdeals.net mm, a lot. That one's a good one too, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's for all kinds of different things, but they do have some video game stuff. So that that's generally, I'll check that fairly regularly, and so it'll it'll have... Uh, a lot of a lot of deals it'll tell you when there's there's deals on you know like playstation store and stuff like that if if you want to go digital um, but then also like random deals from other different stores and things like this so so he mentioned best buy um like i'm not up on what best buy is selling but slick deals will say when a certain game is on sale you know for for the most part another great one for for digital switch games or well switch games in general but a lot of the time it's digital, which is crazy to say about Nintendo. They have digital sales now. That's pretty cool. They're coming into the modern times. Um, is Deku Deals is mm. another great website. Um, and then um, is there any deal if you're down, if you're looking for PC digital games, is there any deal is fantastic at finding a really good deal for those digital games as well. And and for the most part, I'm not as as wary of eBay, but I guess it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for retro classic games, yeah, I wouldn't trust eBay. Um, I have gotten a, a repro cart from eBay before that did not say that it was a repro cart. eBay, at least it has um, purchase protection, and so I was able to send it back. Um, with a different board inside because I was upset. Um, so that was fun. Uh, b- so if you're going for older games, then yeah, I wouldn't recommend eBay. But if you're going for for games that are pretty th- th- like mass, ma- you know, th- for instance, if you're looking for a PS3 or PS4 game, 
I would have no problem buying it on eBay right now because they're not, you know, there, there's, there's would be no reason to have a fake version of that. So anyways, that's, that's a long answer, but so a number of different places, but generally slick deals is the first place that I go to. Cool. 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 Well, Mike, you have, uh, since your you question, uh, was where we quested to, um, you win. So we'll be getting a hold of you here and uh, getting you your five dollar gift card or whatever. Your your five dollars. Yeah, man. So you just won five bucks. Got five bucks. Great job. And for anyone who didn't win, um, there are tons of places you can contact us with your questions. All you got to do is send in a question, and maybe it'll get picked. We're gonna decide what the best questions are. Okay, so it can't just be something something dumb i mean if it makes us laugh maybe it will be the best question Actually, but i'm just saying if if you make us laugh there, that's a strong likelihood that we will probably read <laughs> your question right but if it's if it's something do you like dogs or cats more like no, that's not gonna win so don't even try um because that's an easy answer but uh there are tons of ways that you can ask us those questions uh our twitter handle is at bbdowncast our email address is backlogbreakdown at gmail.com we do have our hashtag backlog book club group on facebook we have a discord server that you can access through the link in the show description uh, and then if you want to just ask us personal questions which is a little weird but you can do what you want um i generally go on, on the internet when i traverse the internet i generally go by broccolope and nate goes by nate underscore mckeever yeah so stuff like twitter facebook instagram gg psn yeah. store all that stuff all you know, over the place by that yep yeah, i'm yeah. super on brand super boring and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But anyways, I've, I've mentioned it. I am starting to fade pretty fast. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. Josh, I think it's time for me to sort of call it a night, buddy. But, you All know, right. we, we came here and we, we did the things and we, 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 talked, we talked the mess out of Hades. We talked the mm -hmm. Hades out of Hades. Yeah. And I was, uh, was going to use that. And I, no. You, you got it. You yeah. got it, man. I'm, Too I'm glad I stole it from you. <laughs> I'm also very sorry that I stole Fair it. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so we've done that. And uh, I, I guess until next time, there's, there's, there's really only one question left to be asked. Until next time, what should they do, Josh? Mm, you guys keep beating down your backlogs. We'll keep breaking down the benefits. Heckin' right.